Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is for you. Wherever you happen to be right now, this is episode number eight of the Results Matter podcast. I'm Mike Voris, and I help business leaders, entrepreneurs, and sales professionals become measurably more successful. Today, I'm going to talk about career path development and succession planning and helping employees get from where they are to where they want to go so that you can get from where you are to where you want to go. Let's explore. Just a quick ask before we jump in. Please subscribe and share the podcast with others. It'll really help us get this content to more people who could really benefit from it. The Results Matter podcast is available in video on YouTube and, of course, on all the different audio podcast listening platforms. Here we go. I want to start out today with a very short version of a story. A story involving two leaders who both ran very successful businesses. Leader number one is Sarah, and leader number two is Tiffany. After a number of years, they both leave their companies to pursue life's next journey. Maybe one of them is retiring, and the other accepted an offer she couldn't refuse somewhere else. It really doesn't matter. The point is, they're both gone now. At the time of their leaving, both of their companies were doing very, very well. Fast forward one year later, and Sarah's old company is actually doing better than when she left. Tiffany's old company, however, isn't doing so well at all. Over the last year, her company has taken a pretty remarkable step backwards. So, Sarah's old company is thriving, even better than when she was there, and Tiffany's old company is now in pretty rough shape. Based on this lim limited information that I've given you, who do you think is the better leader, Sarah or Tiffany? Think about it and we'll come back to it in just a few minutes. I want to talk today about career path development and succession planning, specifically helping your employees get where they want to go and the importance of the managers and leaders in your organization being able to replace themselves. In a small organization, when we talk about managers and leaders, maybe you're the only one, or maybe it's you and a couple of other people, or maybe you're part of a larger organization with lots of managers and leaders. The principles we're going to discuss today and my advice remain the same. A leader's number one job in their organization is to replace themselves, period. Let's talk first about employee career path development. Because that's really where all this has to start. Over a number of years, I've had the privilege of interviewing a lot of people. Some actively looking for a change and others whom I've targeted to recruit away from their uh, current organizations. When I ask them why they want to leave their current place of employment or uh, why they're at least open to going somewhere else, I hear the same answer more, I, I hear one answer more than anything else, probably over 90% of the time. Probably over 90% of the time, I bet they tell me they feel stuck. They feel like there's a ceiling and they're at it. Or they say some version of the same. And I suspect that almost always they're right. 
It's not terribly difficult to recruit highly driven individuals away from organizations that have ceilings. The number one reason people leave jobs is because they feel stuck. They want what they, they, want what they get out of bed for each day to make a bigger impact. People don't leave jobs for money alone. They might say that, or you might believe that, but it's almost never the whole truth. People want to feel significant, and they want what they do all day to make a significant impact. And when they don't feel significant enough, or don't feel like what they're able to do somewhere makes a big enough impact, they find some other way to fulfill that basic human need. Unfortunately, in this context, that often means changing jobs. A lot of companies say there's limitless opportunities, but their employees find themselves waiting on someone to quit, someone to get fired, someone to retire, or someone to get hit by a bus so they can actually advance and move up. Some companies might be a little better and actually have advancement opportunities available. But they think simply posting open opportunities internally is enough. They're sadly mistaken, of course. What's worse is when they do advance people to positions that they're not ready for or aren't a good fit for, because of good company growth, they might be able to provide potential opportunities, but they're doing very little to actually prepare their people for advancement or to make sure they're advancing their people in the right direction. You know, I keep saying they, but I've made all these same mistakes. Maybe you have too. Maybe you are right now. Most managers and leaders have made, a, have made the common mistake of promoting someone simply because uh, they're the company's best at what they currently do. You know, crew members getting promoted to crew leaders. Restaurant servers getting promoted to managers. Here's an often devastating one the best salesperson in an organization getting promoted to sales manager. That almost never ends well. Truth is, just because someone is the best crew member you have doesn't mean that they're ready to be a crew leader. Heck, they might, it might never be a good fit for them. Okay? Being a good crew member doesn't make someone a good crew leader. Being the best restaurant server doesn't automatically translate into being a good restaurant manager. And the best salesperson in an organization is almost never the best option for a sales management role. Management and leadership is not just advanced proficiency in something. It could be an entirely different skill set altogether. I talk about this all the time, how there is no greater challenge before business leaders than recruiting and retaining the absolute best talent. This is also the most impactful part of a business leader's job. No organization can grow faster than its ability to recruit and retain enough of the right people. And if you want to recruit and retain enough of the right people, if you want to give yourself and your organization an unfair advantage in an otherwise very challenging labor market, you have to help your employees get from where they are now to where they'd like to go. Having advancement opportunities as, as in open positions and, and having a preference to promote from within, it's just not enough. If you want an unfair advantage, 
When you're competing for talent, you have to make a commitment to help your people figure out where they're going. And you have to commit to helping them actually get there. Some people know exactly the direction they want their career to go in. Some don't. If you want to be uh, an employer of choice, then help them figure it out and then commit to helping them actually get there. If your company is large enough or, or will be one day to accommodate different professions under one entity, then you can use that to your advantage. Whatever product or service your company sells, chances are that a, a variety of positions and departments also exist, or they will as you grow. Why don't you paint a picture of a world where your employees need not only rely on traditional advancement opportunities in their department or their current profession? Maybe the crew member wants to get into sales. Maybe the restaurant server wants to get into human resources. Maybe the sales professional wants to get into marketing, finance, or operations. Hey, you guys get the idea. Help your people figure out where they want to go and then commit them uh, commit to helping them get there. Help them to create a career path. Okay, that's what we're talking about here, career path. Identify educational needs, training requirements, and experience necessary along the way. And then stay with them along that journey. Help them gain exposure and experience that'll move them closer to where they want to be in three years, five years, and so on. Think about it like this. If, you're part, if, if you partner with them on their journey, uh, on their career journey, if, if you partner with them, they might, not, they might not have to leave to find what they're looking for. Wouldn't that be cool? The idea is to help as many people in your organization as possible become successful, whatever that means to them. If the future they want doesn't appear attainable at your company, it's only a matter of time before they find somewhere to work where it's much more likely. All right, let's talk about the succession planning side of this. And I'm not just talking about when a business owner is ready to leave the company. More so, what I'm talking about is business leaders and managers being able to move themselves up. This goes hand in hand with career, career path development, of course. There are a few things more painful than watching a manager or business leader miss a great opportunity to advance themselves or their business just because they haven't yet developed anyone to replace themselves. Happens all the time. Business leaders get stuck too, stuck doing tasks that someone else could do cheaper and probably better. Do you remember what I said at the beginning? A business leader's number one job is to replace themselves, period. Don't fall into the trap of wrongly believing that no one could ever do what you do. Leaders are wired to take charge and get stuff done. That's what makes you a leader. But it could also be what keeps you from making the time to find, develop, and well prepare your successor for success. You see, a leader or manager's succession planning process and the career path development of their team members goes hand in hand. Both processes are interdependent on one another. So back to the story about Sarah and Tiffany. If you recall, 
When Sarah left her company, performance actually improved over the next year. Whereas, when Tiffany left her company, performance began to suffer dearly. So, who do you believe was the better leader? Sarah or Tiffany? Now, no one who listens to this podcast, of course, but some people who who hear this story are inclined to believe Tiffany is the better leader. They would say, as evidenced by her old company basically falling apart without her, they'd say, look, as soon as Tiffany was gone, performance began to suffer. It shows how strong of a leader she must have been. They couldn't even do it without her, they'd say. And, of course, they'd be wrong. Sarah, in fact, was a much better leader. Because when she was finally ready to move out of the way, her team was well prepared to continue driving upward and onward without her. Conversely, uh, Tiffany's team wasn't able to be successful without her. Sarah, whose team is now thriving, even without her, heck, maybe even especially without her, is doing so because of continuous career path development and strong succession planning that occurred over a number of years. Hey, if you're ready to get serious about career path development and succession planning, Vori's Business Solutions is here to help. We can work with you or you and your team to develop career path and succession plans that will take you and your team to the next level. You'll find a link to voriesbusiness.com in the show notes. Hey, thank you so much for listening today to the Results Matter podcast. If you enjoy or find this content useful, would you please subscribe and share the podcast with others? It'll really help us get this content to more people who could really benefit from it. The Results Matter podcast is a production of Vori's Business Solutions. If you'd like to learn more about additional services, products, or solutions designed to give your business an unfair advantage, you'll find a link to voriesbusiness.com in the show notes. Be sure to sign up for free business coaching delivered right to your inbox. Thank you so much for listening today to the Results Matter podcast. Wow.